0: State of the Union, the best parts, the worst parts, the gaffes, my thoughts on it. We'll talk about that tonight. Congressman Chip Roy is here. He's fired up. And Dome, They had a rough week. All that's coming up on I'm Right.
1: We are stronger today than we were a year ago. And we'll be stronger a year from now than we are today. This is our moment to meet and overcome the challenges of our time, and we will, as one people, one America, the United States of America, God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you.
0: Go get him. (laughs) Go get him? Go get who? Has anyone has anyone asked Joe today who who are we supposed to be getting? All right. Well, last night was the State of the Union. I know you enjoyed it right here on the first with yours truly. I, I had a blast. I know you did too. We did the Kelly Cam thing, and it was fun. But overall, before we get into the different parts of it, we're going to play a bunch of clips tonight. Got Congressman Chip Roy on. Got a great show for you. Overall, it was forgettable. It was very, very forgettable. You know this because ask someone today. I've done this. I've asked five, six people today. Hey, give me your thoughts on the speech last night. And they, it, the thoughts ranged from, oh, I thought he was terrible to, I thought he did okay. I've kind of, I've kind of got that range. And then I would ask everyone, all, all six of them, okay, what, what stood out to you most? And you know what? To a man, they all thought, you know, nothing really, I don't really remember because he didn't really say anything it's the ultimate in politician speak man got up spoke for over an hour didn't say anything didn't accomplish anything didn't do anything of any note really i mean the guy got up and of course lied a bunch screwed up a bunch of things blatantly reversed position on quite a few things but he didn't really do anything he didn't accomplish anything last night and What can he accomplish? Let's remember last night was just a speech. I realize State of the Union is the biggest speech there is, but it was just a speech. Today, once all the applause is done and the cameras turn off, Joe Biden still has to return to the White House and he still has to sit down and he has to look at the numbers. You see, they have a midterm coming up. Remember, these people don't care about the country. So let's set that aside. They have a midterm coming up. They're facing what looks like could be historic losses and Joe Biden, after all the soaring speeches, and go get hims, he has to go sit down. And everyone hates him. I mean, maybe not him personally, but on the issues America despises Joe Biden. Speech don't change that. What's he gonna change today? What's gonna reverse itself today? What 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 news is he going to do? And look, I knew I knew it was going to be a night of nothing when Joe Biden, I mean, for the first quarter of his speech, it lasted like 15 minutes, was all about Ukraine. Putin has unleashed violence and chaos, but while he
1: may make gains on the battlefield, he'll pay a continuing high price over the long run. And a pound of Ukrainian people, Putin may circle Kyiv with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. <laughs> He'll never, he'll never extinguish their love of freedom.
0: The Iranian people and Kamala, poor Kamala. You know, that must be what it's like for everyone on Joe Biden's staff, kind of mouthing the correct words. But okay, it would be fine if that was one shout out for Ukraine. Fine, rah, rah, we're all rooting for him at this point. 15 minutes? Was it the State of the Soviet Union? with all due respect to what everyone in Ukraine is going through and we've covered it extensively and we'll continue to cover it and nobody's cheering for Russia or Putin, but we have a lot of problems right here at home. I mean, look, everything else aside, which can be, look, every other issue aside, which can be dismissed as partisan, we have a freight train of inflation coming. And I realize it's not sexy for politicians to talk about it, but people... Many people in this country live paycheck to paycheck or close to it. It's just, that's how normal people live. That's how i live lived most of my life. I'm not thrilled about it, but that's all, all the money I could make. I can't afford, if I'm living paycheck to paycheck, to have everything in my life go up by 10%. I, I, I can't afford it. I have to start drastically reducing my standard of living. And this is happening right now and worse. 15 minutes on Ukraine? Oh, and speaking of foreign policy, you're going to spend 15 minutes on Ukraine? He even did a shout-out to the veterans thing, because they all have to pretend like they give a crap about veterans. Yet, not a word, not one word about the 13 warriors Joe Biden got killed in Afghanistan. 13 of them. Remember, that's all Joe Biden's fault. Joe Biden, his team... Did some haphazard pull out of Afghanistan, country begins to collapse right away. So then we have to throw our guys back in there, only they can't go to the secure base anymore. We had our guys just standing there outside of an airport, and some ISIS nut job incinerated 13 of them on Joe Biden's watch. And they didn't even get a word last night? Thank God for Lauren Boebert, because she gave him a word. Many of the world's fittest and best-trained
1: warriors in the world. Never the same. Headaches, numbness, dizziness. A cancer that would put them in a flag draped coffin. I know.
0: And I, I did enjoy everybody today. You've seen it all over the place. All the communists lecturing about decorum. Uh, That's not right. It's not who we are. No, 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 communists. Four years. You called everyone a Nazi. You looted and burned. You defunded the police. You lied through your teeth. You accused Supreme Court nominees of rape. Four years. Two impeachments over nothing. A Mueller investigation. Don't ever play that decorum game with me again. I hope every Republican shouts at Joe Biden next time he gives one of these don't ever do that and if you're on the right don't fall for that either oh i just want to be nice no 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 no, no. it's the contact sport they made that and of course joe biden gets blasted a lot today because it actually is a really big deal that 13 warriors died on joe biden's watch and he gave a state of the union address and he didn't he didn't even mention them didn't even mention them jen Psaki got asked about it and this is the explanation
2: So look, a speech like the State of the Union, it's hugely important. It doesn't touch on, it doesn't have the time to touch on everything that is a priority.
0: Okay, Um, it doesn't have time. Let me check again. Over an hour. That speech lasted over an hour. He had time to blather on for 15 minutes about Build Back Better and Ukraine and we're going to cure cancer not even 30 seconds were set aside for the 13 warriors who died. It matters a lot. It does matter. And I'll tell you something else that matters to me. All those Democrats last night, mask-free, shaking hands, hugging, Hey, it's Papa Joe! Can I I get a selfie, Joe? All night long. That's weird because it was like yesterday when I was told coronavirus is gonna kill us all, All the kids have to keep wearing masks. And just like that, they decided we're done with all that. In fact, Joe Biden, he says, look, it's time to move past it. Let's stop being so divided. Why are you being divisive?
1: Last year, COVID-19 kept us apart. This year, we're finally together again. Let's use this moment to reset. So stop looking at COVID as a partisan dividing line see it for what it is a god-awful disease let's stop sending each seeing each other as enemies and start seeing each other for who we are fellow americans we're not
0: enemies we're, we're fellow americans just me and papa joe and democrats we're not, we're not enemies are we i mean i mean maybe joe should check in with what joe just got done saying
1: we have a pandemic because of the unvaccinated, and they're slowing enormous confusion. The only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated, and, that, and, they're, and they're killing people. It's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. I know I've said that constantly, and others have as well. The vaccination of the unvaccinated, you know, and it's needless, taking a needless toll on our country. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. The most recent pandemic is the consequence of the unvaccinated. For unvaccinated, we are looking at a winter of severe illness and death for unvaccinated. For themselves, their families, and the hospitals, they'll soon overwhelm. There's no excuse, no excuse for anyone being unvaccinated. This continues to
0: be a pandemic of the unvaccinated.
3: Hmm.
0: So we're supposed to come together now, heal those divisions. Screw healing divisions with you, Joe. I'm here for the division. I am the division. I don't have any desire to come together with these people. None. I want open conflict with these people politically in this country until they all retire from office and beg for forgiveness what they've done. Then we can have peace then we can have peace don't you ever stand up there and claim you all we just have to get along we're not enemies no 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 no. you've made it very clear we're a bunch of nazi white supremacists who cause a pandemic you made it very clear we're all supposed to be fired for our vaccination status so screw you we're enemies now we are enemies now let one of us win and let it be us oh and another thing i, I really got to kick out of this What happened to defund the police? Listen to these pro-police Democrats from last night.
1: We should all agree the answer is not to defund the police. It's to fund the police.
0: Fund them. Fund them. Mm, That's, wow. All those Democrats cheering. Fund the police. That is funny. Even Dome behind him was clapping because I, I remember Dome saying stuff like this. So does that mean you support proposals like what we've seen
4: in Los Angeles, Mayor Eric Arsetti saying, take some of the money from policing, about $150 million, invest it in health initiatives, training initiatives for youth.
2: We've got to re-examine what we're doing with American taxpayer dollars and ask the mm-hmm. question, are we getting the right return on our investment? Are we actually creating healthy and safe communities? And that's a legitimate conversation and it requires a, cl- a really critical evaluation. I applaud Eric Arsetti for doing what he's done. It is. Outdated, it is wrong-headed thinking to think that the only way you're going to get communities to be safe is to put more police officers on the street. What we have to do, and what we will do, is reimagine public safety.
0: Now they're all about funding those cops, huh? Something else, boy Joe, Papa Joe sounded like a Republican last night. He wants to secure the border.
1: Folks... If we are to advance liberty and justice, we need to secure our border and fix the immigration system.
0: Wow, how about that? The guy who just let in two million people in one year? Two million. He wants to secure the border now. Yeah, no. No, we're not going to be healing any divides anytime soon, Joe. We have so much more to show you from last night, starting with Congressman Chip Roy coming up next. But first. You understand that home title theft is so bad it can get you evicted from your home. It, it's happening to people. They're tracking this crime and they just can't seem to get a hand on it. If you have a home, your home title's online. If it's online, they can forge your signature on it once they hack into it and take loans out against it. They'll evict you for not paying back those loans. Or maybe you're thinking to yourself, "I'm going to fight it in court." Good, good for you. How much money do you have in the bank? you have tens of thousands of dollars? Because that's what that lawyer is going to cost you. Or you could just go to HomeTitleLock.com and sign up, and you don't have to worry about it. HomeTitleLock.com. We'll be back.
4: We won't stop.
1: <clears throat> because you can't build a wall high enough to keep out a a a a vaccine the vaccine can stop the spread
0: of these diseases i didn't i didn't understand what he was saying there maybe he was speaking washington let's bring in somebody who might speak a little washington although he is of the great state of texas and just cleaned house in his primary on tuesday night my friend congressman chip roy congressman the wall to keep out the the Vaccine? Could you please uh, unpack that for me, sir? I am not intelligent enough.
3: Yeah, well, I wasn't in the chamber because I wasn't going to give to that complete theater, uh, you know, show that they were putting on. You know, the magical time that suddenly the virus is not among us. We can take our masks off and parade around the House chamber. Uh, it's absolutely absurd. But if there is a wall to protect us from the vaccines, it's called the Constitution of the United States. Uh, it's supposed to be that we as a freedom-loving people are not going to be forced by the federal government to have needles jammed into our arms. I just, I'm, I'm, I have a guy that's in the military right now who is a friend of one of my staffers and he's breaking out in hives as a direct consequence of getting the booster. Uh, if he presses his skin, it's bright red. Uh, he had to force them to acknowledge that it was in fact the booster uh, and go through all the, the uh, efforts to do that. And that's what we're doing to thousands of Americans and this clown, clown. Stands up in the chamber, the House chamber, and tries to say, "It's the time is over. We're, we're, the vaccine has done its work, and it's done all this great stuff." After he's been decimating our economy, killing our kids, killing people, sending them into mental health issues, it's absolutely embarrassing. And I couldn't even—I couldn't make a heads or tails of the gobbledygook coming out of his mouth last night.
0: Congressman, speaking of the vaccine, came out and they were forced, forced to release the side effects of it today. I'm sure you've seen this if you've actually had time to read it all because it's nine pages long, nine pages long of potential side effects. Now, vaccinated, not vaccinated, I don't care, but they forced this, as you just pointed out, on so many Americans. If this thing turns out to be harmful, my word.
3: You know, this is like those books in the Bible with the baguettes. You get those pages of just all those names and you skip that part of the Bible. I'm sorry, Lord. But, you know, you don't read. That's what you see when you see these, i have seen these tweeted pages of all of the side effects of the vaccine. And this is really important, Jesse. And and I want to scold my Republican colleague who sat on the floor of the House applauding this ass clown we have as our president, who applauded him when he said, secure the border, who applauded him when he said, oh, we should fund the police, and who showed up to dignify this complete clown show. When this guy has been decimating our country for the last 15 months, his Democratic colleagues in the House and the Senate have been decimating our country for years. We now don't have energy production. We've empowered Russia. We've been sticking needles in people's arms and forcing them to lose their jobs, putting our kids in masks in our schools, leaving our borders wide open to the decimation of our South Texas ranchers and all of our kids that are dying from opioid poisonings. And we want to sit up and pretend that when this guy says something, he means it. Oh, secure the border. And everybody gets up and goes, oh, yay. I mean, Republicans need a frigging lobotomy. Like, it's extraordinary. I watch all these guys going around and going, oh, we're going to do an appropriations omnibus next week. And well, we should get parity on the spending. Nobody in America cares. Fight for us, damn it. That's what the American people want to hear.
0: Amen. Amen. You know what? I actually had a private conversation with someone in banking last night, and I want to play you this clip of Joe Biden talking about watchdogs. Boy, this is interesting.
1: In my administration, the watchdogs are back. And we're going to go after the criminals who stole billions of relief money meant for small business and millions of Americans. Tonight, I'm announcing that the Justice Department will soon name a chief prosecutor for pandemic fraud.
0: <laughs> chief prosecutor for pandemic fraud. My friend in banking had this conversation with me last night, Congressman Joe Biden and the billions he handled, uh, he handed out, and now we're all suffering for that with inflation, that it actually made sure white people got sent to the back of the line. That was part of the law, just blatant, uh, what's that word, systemic racism, as I've heard about so many times. White people were not only kicked to the back of the line, they handed out, the banks were forced to hand out these loans to companies that didn't need these loans at all, and actually it wasn't considered fraud. That's simply part of the law. We just handed out gobs of money to people who didn't even need it, and now we're all paying
3: higher for everything because our dollar's worthless. Well, this is the classic way of Washington, and particularly our leftist colleagues, but Republicans just sort of puppy dog clap and go along with it. Uh, our friend, Thomas Massey, I, I think you know Thomas, great, liberty-loving uh, Republican from Kentucky. Uh, Thomas was on the floor of the House. I was stuck in Texas, couldn't get a flight, uh, and Thomas was down here, and he objected, you might remember, to the CARES Act in March of uh, 2020, saying, we should vote on this stuff and he couldn't get the numbers necessary to force a roll call vote. So we voice voted $2 trillion. And from that day forward, we've now continued to spend $5.5 trillion or more on all this COVID nonsense. And now the result of that is, now you've got the powers that be saying, we're gonna unleash all of the federal authorities on you. Now, do you think that's gonna go after people who really were engaged in fraud or is that gonna be used to go after you and me and go out for everybody else in this country because you've empowered the Department of Justice because you've now thrown $5.5 trillion out of the economy. Look, this is what we do. This is what Republicans do. We vote for the stuff we complain about. That's what we do. Stop it. Next week when we vote on the omnibus bill, why are we funding a Department of Justice that went after parents and we know they did in coordination with the National School Board Association? That's one question, Jesse. You and I could go down this list of 50 questions. Why fund the Department of Homeland Security that fire or move it aside two Border Patrol agents after lying that they whipped Haitians and we know it was a lie? Why fund any of that? Why fund a Department of Defense, as you well know, is done to 6 million man hours of woke diversity training in the last couple of years, and then mm-hmm. say, oh, I wonder why our defense is struggling. I wonder why we don't know which end is up. Like, why do we fund this garbage? And then next week, we're going to vote on omnibus appropriations bills, or a CR, and then a new 6 to $10 billion supplemental to fund the Ukraine situation. What do you think we're going to get out of that? Look, I'm going to fight and demand we get border security, vax mandates ended, get the kind of energy relief we need to actually produce energy. But do you think our Republican leadership will go fight for that? Not not after a lot of the seal clapping I saw last night, but we'll see. Maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised in the next ten days. Republicans need to fight.
0: Man, they sure do, Congressman. Thank you so much for what you do. Keep doing it.
3: God bless, Jesse. You too. We need you.
0: Man, I mean, I'll tell you. Just we have midterms coming up, and I know we're all hopeful. You know, big Republican wins in the House and Senate. Let's take, let's take it back. If these republicans the ones he just talked about if those are the ones who are going to be running things what do we actually gain i know that hurts but what do we actually gain we have a panel coming up next amy tarkani and my friend curtis hauck it's going to be a good one
1: unlike the two trillion dollar tax cut passed in the previous administration that benefited the top one percent of americans the american rescue plan The American Rescue Plan helped working people and left no one behind. (laughs) Both our troops in Iraq and Afghanistan have faced many dangers, one being stationed at bases breathing in toxic smoke from burn pits. Many of you have been there.
0: what is what is wrong with the people in charge of our government we are going to do a panel now and talk about that joining me now my friend amy tarkanian former nevada state gop chairman and republican strategist and curtis hauck of course the managing editor of the media research center amy let's go to you first here Uh, amy the the hand thing and schumer they're so old and awkward at this point in time it's embarrassing that we have these things
4: and they're so weird and it's so hard to watch because Nancy was even playing with her teeth she couldn't stop <laughs> And then Kamala looked bored out of her mind. Like she she was making her grocery list in her in her brain while Biden was talking. And then Schumer, you know, I don't know what he was doing by standing up at the point when he did. I don't know if he thought that maybe by standing up he was going to be able to diffuse the booze that were rightfully uh, given to the president at that point. But this president is a joke. This president, as he would say, is Filled with malarkey, as was his speech. It was riddled with bullet points, with very little substance hardly any solutions at all, filled with a bunch of lies, and still divisive. The fact that he still had to mention uh, Trump as being the problem for for a, a situation that clearly he doesn't uh, wanna, want to take um, responsibility for, he won't take responsibility for hardly anything, and they just lie and lie and lie and there were so many opportunities for him to actually say, hey, you know what? Things didn't go as planned, but we're going to make it better. Here's what we're going to do. I'm sorry that things turned out the way it did. This is rough. Let's let's get back into that old saying, we're all in this together. It doesn't feel like we're all in this together because he's just doing one lie after the next. And they want to fund the police now? I mean, don't even get me started on all, all of this hypocrisy.
0: Curtis, let me ask you, what was your overall impression? Because I'll be honest, I I agree with everything Amy just said, but I thought it was so vanilla and forgettable and lame that uh, that, uh, people were going to be moving on by now, basically.
5: Yeah, it was really disjointed. Like, Joe Biden had decided that he was going to remember a bunch of random lines from speeches he's given over the past few years and copy-paste them into a Word document and call it a day. That's really what it felt like you know, just and that's an objective point from a basic reading English comprehension standpoint, there there was no sort of transition words. There was no pivot between topics. It just felt like one thing after another just kind of smooshed together in hopes that everyone was paying attention and moved by the previous point that they realized that they moved on to another thing. You know, to Amy's point, a lot of the media coverage today, this morning, especially on Morning Joe, was a lot of wish casting, trying to say that, yes, this was a reset. Yes, Joe Biden moved to the middle. It was a very Bill Clintonian speech from the 1990s about working with Congress and making things better. He was triangulating. Um, (laughs) You're trying to will things into existence when they just simply aren't there. CNN tried to say it was Uncle Joe is back. Uh, it was about American values and it wasn't wildly controversial at all, according to CNN. You know, and then you had these polls, these flash polls, showing that, oh, two-thirds or three-quarters of Americans love the speech. But in the case of CNN, it was D plus 11 sample and then for CBS News was half the sample was Democrats. Uh, But they're still reporting it saying, you know, 78% of Americans loved what Biden had to say. I mean this is just beyond parody
0: you know I, I actually on that note especially something you both brought up here's a little little media snippet of how they've covered it it didn't have a partisan edge to it look there's a lot in the speech that republicans will disagree with on the policy uh no question at all but he didn't
1: have a partisan edge to this speech in fact uh the overriding
3: message was one of unity. First of all, I thought that was Joe Biden at his best. Uh Uncle Joe is back. I have not seen unity in this country like I saw at the beginning of that speech.
2: 41% had a very positive reaction uh to uh the president's speech. 29% somewhat positive, 29% negative. That 41% when you compare it to last year's speech Uh, that Joe Biden gave to a joint session of Congress. That's about 10 points lower on the very positive uh, scale. 51% last year, you see 41% uh, today. In fact, that 41% is the lowest very positive we've seen in about the last
0: 15 years. My question, Amy, to you is this. Okay, he's trying for the unifier thing. We're not enemies now. But Mm. I'm already his enemy. He declared that I was his enemy as soon as he decided I should be fired for my vaccine status. You don't just snap your fingers and and come back together with me on that. I know a lot of Americans feel the same way. And if he's going to try to move to the middle, he's very much going to alienate his psychopathic base, like Corey Bush and AOC and others like that who are already complaining about the speech. Is Joe Biden a man without a country?
4: Uh, Well, he is a marionette on an island, and I I think he's just happy to be there. You know, they point him in the direction, and he reads, and he he reads terribly. You know, I I would almost wish at, at some points during that speech last night that a drunk auctioneer were giving the speech because he was actually hard to understand at times. And I know the left wants to say, oh, he's had a stuttering problem. I get that. But when he was senator, he was a magnificent speaker. Now I didn't actually agree with the substance, but he was able to give a speech um, just as well, if not better than any other individual. And that was a bunch of mumbling. Um, I think when he veered off a few times, it didn't make much sense. Um, There was not much clarity. And you mentioned Cory Bush, and she actually pointed out that he didn't play the identity politics card like the Democrats were hoping. There was not any mention of black people. There was not any mention of, you know, let's go, let's go down to the AOC area, uh, green energy policy. Um, he basically threw some very safe red meat out there so then that way the public would say, oh, look, he is a moderate. Oh, wonderful. We can keep going about our business. While behind closed doors, they're still pushing all of their left-wing progressive garbage that's going to continue to tank this country.
0: Curtis, to Amy's point there, I heard that. I, I, or I should say I didn't hear it the same way she didn't hear it. No identity politics, no hardcore green energy push. That is To me, I interpreted that as a party that has some really, really, really bad poll numbers and realizes they need to pull back. Did I read that wrong?
5: No, you're exactly right. You're exactly right, Jesse. Uh, I feel like, yes, with Joe Biden, quickly to Amy's point about him meandering, Eric Erickson tweeted that partway through that it seems like the Adderall had worn off that he must have taken before (laughs) Uh, uh, Or that, you know, in my view, he didn't get enough sleep. The day before, uh, that you know, he was just running out of batteries and needed wound up a few more times to keep going. Um, but, but no, on the substance and the policy, yeah, that's exactly right. Someone's been looking at the polls, someone's been looking at the focus groups, and sees that uh, House Republicans could get well north of 270, 280, maybe even 290 seats in the mm. House of Representatives because uh, there's no way that you would have just not included those certain things. The MSNBC while morning joe loved it they did point out routinely that and and MSNBC with joy uh, nicole and rachel maddow did last night which is there was nothing about january 6th there was nothing about the insurrection oh my gosh this is so terrible biden missed the moment this was his creed of core this is all he cares about uh, these people refuse to understand that yes joe biden knows that that is such a toxic issue for them and it's such garbage uh but meanwhile you know back in the media they really are lemmings that are willing to go over the cliff for something like january 6th that obviously of course has nothing to do with the american people and can't fix uh inflation or bring down gas prices
0: amy curtis thank you both i appreciate you
5: thanks jesse thank you
0: all right we're not done yet we have to talk about dome she got some time in the spotlight this week and she didn't do very well. So we're going to go over that here in just a second. But first, let's talk about Eden Pure. Let's talk about the greatest freaking air purifier ever. My, one of my producers, his name's Michael. He has a new puppy. And Eden Pure was kind enough to send Michael an Eden Pure thunderstorm. Michael's new puppy, as puppies do, has had some <clears throat> accidents in the house. Michael said, He had to unplug his Eden Pure because it works so good. He didn't know when the puppy had an accident. He couldn't smell it anymore. But I tell you, this thing takes the odor out of your air. It takes the odor out of your air. It is amazing. Viruses, mold, it kills them. It's just constantly cleaning your air. And they have a three-pack right now. A three-pack available for my viewers. Go to Edenpuredeals.com and use the code Jesse and you get a three-pack. $200 off EdenPureDeals.com Code Jesse We'll be back What am I doing here? It's time to talk about Dome She Well, we've been hard on her on this show As you know TV show, radio show I've been hard on Dome a lot But I think it's important to acknowledge when she does something good or at least something admirable. One, she had to sit there, State of the Union last night, she had to sit there and calmly just sit behind Joe and act like it didn't bother her that Nancy Pelosi was right beside her wearing her uniform. That's a big deal. It's a big deal, so I applaud Dome for it. I applaud Dome because she (laughs) she had to sit there while Jill Biden trolled her. And before I go to the clip, I I want you to understand something. Really, really understand this. Jill Biden, the biggest elder abuser in America, and Dome, they hate each other. Remember, Kamala Harris had that debate, the Democratic debate, where she basically accused Joe Biden of being this huge racist. Apparently, Jill Biden really took offense to that, and they've hated each other ever since. And this is well known in Washington, D.C. circles. They despise each other. So when I play you this clip, I want you to understand something. There's this way of thinking going around right now that Jill Biden made a mistake when she did this. Oh, oh gosh, no. Do you not know any women? Women can be vicious to each other. This was no accident from Jill Biden. This was Jill Biden slipping a knife in Domes' ribs.
4: Ladies and gentlemen,
2: the president of the the vice president of the. <laughs> <laughs> I just said that to make you laugh.
0: <laughs> the vice
2: president of the United States, Kamala Harris.
0: <laughs> That's so vicious. I only said that to make you laugh. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Ooh. Mm. Ouch. (laughs) All right. Well, um, Jill Biden, she may speak with the same eloquence of her husband, but Kamala, she's one of these super smart ones, right? One of these highly educated lawyer types. So when she was asked to break down the Russia-Ukrainian situation, I got to be honest, I was impressed. I learned a lot.
2: So, Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So, basically, that's wrong.
0: <laughs> that's, the, that's the vice president of the United States of America. And look, I, look she at least recovered today. She had to go on TV and defend Joe Biden and the State of the Union and his agenda. Here's how she did.
4: So what else do we have to throw at this when Putin so far is undeterred? Well, we are going
2: to continue to do what we've done. What do you say to those people who say gas prices are just too high, I can't get peanut butter, everything costs more. What are you going to do? Listen, people are struggling, especially working people, in terms of the, the price of gas and food, and, and the, the reasons include what we need to do to address what happened through, through the pandemic in terms of supply chain issues, um, which was a reduction of the availability of goods, and so the prices went up. We also need to deal with one of the biggest issues, which is the cost of living. It's too expensive for working families.
0: Okay. So she didn't say anything because they have no idea remember this behind the scenes they have no idea how to fix this and honestly it may not be fixable when it comes to inflation eighty percent eighty percent of the money currently in existence was printed in the last two years what are you going to do inflation comes with that just remember just remember all that coronavirus panic Lock down, hide, 15 days to sow the spread. Your business isn't essential. That's what brought us here. That's what brought us here. Now, back to Kamala Harris. She, uh, she really wants people to know they, they got what they voted for.
2: Because as we all know, elections matter. And when folks vote, they order what they want, and in this case, they got what they asked for. <laughs> I went off script a little
0: bit. She's so awkward. (laughs) Is she not the most awkward politician you've ever seen in your What was the voice inflection? I don't understand it. All right. it's enough of that for now. Let's talk about something good. Let's talk about something fun. Let's talk about something that puts a smile on your face. It's time for Light in the Mood next. And I have to say, this, we've done a lot of Light in the Moods on the show. We've done it. funny animal videos, people hurting themselves. That's always a good time, right? Always makes you feel better about that, watching someone else fall and face plant on the ice or something. This one, though, tonight's Light in the Mood, maybe my favorite Light in the Mood ever. Hang on. all right it's time to lighten the mood and we've been talking a lot this show about the state of the union last night what joe screwed up and he lied here and they did this and nancy pelosi's weird and dome is awful we, we did a lot of that let's talk about what was good what was good about last night let's focus on the good and i did a lot of thinking about this today i did i did i just woke up and i was kind of going over everything in my head and i thought to myself man you know i was good last night i really thought during the live coverage we did here on the first i really thought i was incredible and i'll tell you what the internet agrees the internet very much agrees the kelly cam was a hit i ate cheese balls with you i drank whiskey with you in case you missed it and maybe you did here's the coverage you missed from the first last night with me
1: the United States and our allies will defend every inch of territory that is NATO territory so with the full force of our collective we mobilize power. The troops, every single inch. But we're not going to use the troops? You believe that? There we go. And the first step in bringing fundamental change to our economy that hasn't worked for working people in this nation for too long. For the past 40 years, we were well, told that was a bunch of the crap. tax a for those at the top don't get invent-
0: credit for recovery But anyway, back to Joe, back to Joe
1: Lower your costs, not your wages <laughs> Folks
2: <laughs> Last year
1: <laughs> Like Chris Coons and Tom Carper And my distinguished congresswoman We come from the land of corporate America There are more corporations incorporated, and I don't see a partisan edge to any one of those four things. My fellow Americans, tonight, we've gathered in this sacred space.
0: I hope you enjoyed it. I had fun with you. We'll see you tomorrow.